Hey, welcome everyone to the Deeper Into the Woods podcast. So excited that you are here with us today. Um, I think today we've got a very special day. I think they're all special, but this one's really special to me because um, we get to talk about some of like the really key pillars um, that we have put together for like what the woods is, who we are, and what we represent. Four things are our culture, our coffee and where we source it from, our roastery, how we roast coffee, and then our bakery. Those four things are kind of what make us unique as a company. Um, so I kind of wanted to talk through those four things and um, and give a little bit of a glimpse into how Woods is so different from our competition and other coffee shops around um, just with those four things and those four things added together make up something really cool. So um, recently what we did, um, my art team and I created uh, what we call brand flags um, for each one of these areas. Um, So I wanna show those to everybody. These are hanging in our stores now. Uh, It took a little while to get us all up to speed, get these hung in stores, but um, really this is just a short paragraph that kind of gives a glimpse into each one and then I mean we'll kind of give a little bit more um, insight into it so starting off with culture um, let's just read this out so every day is a new adventure whether you're dreaming about climbing that mountain taking that road trip with friends or simply trying to make it through your work day we are here to fuel your adventure if you can dream it you can do it smile you got this so this is obviously like a guest facing um, culture flag and um, kind of the premise around that one I really love it because it's like this adventure culture that um, essentially that we're just saying hey like we know you're doing great things speaking to our guests we know that you're doing great things and we have kind of come to realize that the people in our stores are all working on something and uh, and so we wanted to put some language around that and say, essentially, we know that you're on this grand adventure in your life, whether it's just showing up for work and having this coffee in your hand is like the thing that's gonna get you through it, and we've realized that. Um, And so we've kind of built our whole culture around it, and it's super cool. Yeah, I think the cool thing about these brand flags too is that um, obviously, if you just talk about culture in general, you would maybe elaborate a lot more, but you've really had to like simplify the wording in a brief message to get the whole point across, which is really cool though, that you've refined and refined and refined, um, Mm -hmm. the wording and the, the background of it down to just a quick thing someone can read Mm -hmm. in our store and get, get a glimpse of, okay, this is what Woods is about. This is, you know, yeah. How do you, how do you capture, you know, an entire conversation or entire like feeling or like culture into a sentence or two? It's like almost impossible. Um, but we, we try to do our best. Um, but essentially as we, as we tried to do that, like we just started to realize like you would see people coming into our shop, sitting down on their laptop or whatever, and they're working on something Mm -hmm. like they're working on either starting a business or they're, or they're trying to get their college degree, 
you know, and they have big dreams. Like mm-hmm. they want to, they want to be something and they want to do something great with their life. And there's so many people in our midst, in our shops that are working towards something, mm-hmm. or maybe they're even operating their business from our shops. Oh yeah. You know it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's just super cool. And, mm. and as you start to realize that that's happening, you go, man, like, that is something that we can get behind and actually encourage people to dream bigger dreams, to, to do greater things. And hopefully we can be a part of that by supplying them the coffee mm-hmm. and the bakery items, breakfast sandwiches, whatever it is, like to keep them going to, to accomplish their dreams. And that's really where the, the basis of our culture stands from now is um, you're on a grand adventure, whoever you are, and you come into woods and you get the things you need to go out and do that adventure. And, um, and hopefully, um, you know, with us sort of giving you this nourishment mm-hmm. and this buzz from caffeine, you can get out there and do what you need to do. And hopefully also we're giving the encouragement factor too, right? Just of like yeah. the, the environment of our, how our baristas serve the guests too. Yeah. Just, Hey, that smile, that, you know, that kind of like high five feeling a little bit when yeah, you come joy. in, you have a great experience with a barista that is truly wants to make your day and gives you also yeah. a great cup of coffee and the food, just the whole package is spurring you on to do these bigger, better things. Yeah. And I think that's something that's super unique to us. I don't know if there's like a, any other coffee companies that are sort of, you know, that, I mean, I know there's a huge like community factor with every coffee shop. Like this just where community happens mm-hmm. in cafes. Um, but, but we've really tried to make a, ourselves, um, known for the fact that we just care so much about the people that we serve. Um, and so, and because it's true, like if you just care about people and you care about what they're doing, mm-hmm. like everything else just sort of falls into place. And now you have this culture that is sort of thriving because of the, just the sheer care that's going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And so then you mentioned also like a, more of a, a guest service side where it's like, we want to make your day just like a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like if we, if we could do that, if we can make a guest day like a tiny bit better then we've succeeded in like a huge way right right because we don't we don't know what the ripple effect of that is yeah like if you're having a bad day you come in and i can change your day mm-hmm. a tiny bit now your day is changed so you know every right. encounter that person has moving forward is going to be better than what it would have been if they didn't have that experience. Mm-hmm. And so we don't even know what the outcome of right, that the is. The impact of that can be yeah. huge because that person then influences other people around them. Totally. And so that is the culture we're trying to build where it's like family community, where we're, we're spurring each other on to do great things. Yep. And because we know that people are capable of great things and if they're just showing a little bit of joy, a little bit of encouragement, and just like the words, like you can do it, mm-hmm. like we believe that you can do it. That's huge. And so that's where we're coming from as far as our, our culture and like the language we're using for that. So um, the next one up um, is our coffee. And this is more um, about coffee sourcing and the farmers that we're getting our coffee from. Um, so this one says, uh, every cup of Woods coffee starts with a relationship that makes a difference. When we source coffee globally, our goal is to discover great coffee to share with you while also providing sustainability for coffee farmers. We, we are committed to honoring their hard work and positively impacting their communities. Great coffee begins with great relationships. This one's super cool. Um, so, and this work is mostly done by um, Shea Hagen. 
our director of coffee. Um, and we've actually done a whole podcast um, with him. Um, go back and search for that one um, with Shay Hagen, where we actually go into a little bit more detail about all of our coffees and where they're from and the different roasting processes that we go through. Um, but, but more on the sourcing side, um, I think our, one of our biggest goals right now is to make sure that all of our coffees have a traceability to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that means is we know um, the actual farm that our coffee comes from right. rather than just getting it from a co-op or from, um, you well, know. in some situations, some countries, it has to be from a co-op, yeah. but I think that's where Shea really can give a lot of detail, but yeah, the goal would be that he's visited all these countries and either the actual farmer or the co-op and then knows yeah. actually each farm that, that totally. ends up in that co-op, right? Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. And he's been doing that work now. For yeah. And even if we're buying coffee from a co-op, it's still the traceability back to right. where the coffee came from to get to that co-op. Yep. So it goes further than just buying from a co-op. It goes like we're trying to get to the fact, to the point where we're, most of our coffees are right. from a and single farmer. even the co-op, um, situation would be that we know that those farmers are getting paid fairly for their totally. coffee and yeah. all of those other factors, the importers, the exporters, he's really looking at the entire supply chain and making mm-hmm. sure that we're, we know where our money's going to, and that we know we're partnered with the right people, yeah. not just simply, you know, just buying the green coffee from anywhere. Yeah, totally. And, um, that's been a big kind of push that we've had over the last couple of years is really defining our coffee beyond, um, some of the certifications that you can get like mm-hmm. fair trade um, you know, or organic, certified organic and things like that. Um, because really, and Shay does a really good job of explaining this, but I'm just going to kind of paraphrase it. Um, really like those certifications are awesome. Um, but there's a lot of farmers that could possibly be, um, certified organic or certified fair trade, but they can't afford to get that certification or they haven't been able to actually, um, go through the hoops that they would need to jump through to mm-hmm. get that certification, but their coffee is amazing mm-hmm. and, um, and they're amazing and they're doing that same work, right. um, but they don't have the certification. Yep. And so that's why, um, Shay has been going after the relationship with the farmer to find out more about the farms, to actually get down to the, the human level with a farmer rather than just trusting a certification or whatever. Right. right. And so, the well-known terms like fair trade and organic, like obviously those are awesome and we need those. Um, but we're taking a step further, something that's a little bit more of a great beyond that you can't yep. really like put your finger on. But if you're dealing with the relationship, um, it's it <laughs> you can't really define it. Right. Um, so, but that's also a big challenge for us it's because super hard, yeah. we're doing something that not everyone knows about or no, like there's not a label for it, right? Yeah, it's there's hard not to a explain. stamp you can put on it, right? And we've actually sort of been chatting about this lately of just like how do we actually tell our guests mm-hmm. how important this area is and the things we do within it. Yeah. And we're actually seeking after farmers also that are sharing in the community aspect of what we love to do here in our communities. We're looking for people in other countries doing the same things in their communities. And so to tell that story is difficult because it's not just, Hey, our fair, our coffee's fair trade, our coffee's organic. No, we're actually kind of going beyond that and starting Mm -hmm. this whole relationship. Coffee is what we call it, but what does that mean? I think it's really important for um, more of and more of our baristas too to understand what we're doing so they can, share that with our guests because it's super cool and just all the stories Shay has to tell yeah. every time he comes back from a country 
um, just of the time he's spending with these people, learning about what they're doing, and then selecting specific partners for um, our green coffee buying and how important that whole circle is. It's just really cool. Um, he's actually in Colombia right now. He just left. Yeah. So I'm excited to have him back on podcast again and talk about his specific Share trip to Colombia. And yeah, who did he meet? Where did yeah. he find? What are they doing um, in their you know cities or, or around their region? Totally. So it'll be really cool to see. But I think that it's, it's important to talk more and more about this aspect of what we do because it isn't just super easy to communicate that it's, it's a difficult thing to help others understand and Mm -hmm. our guests understand what we do and why our coffee is special beyond it tastes great, you know? Yeah. And, um, I love like a specific example of this and how it's sort of hard to define, but, but there's so much story and like humanity around it. Um, she talks about, um, the ASO pep, Mm -hmm. um, which is a co-op, I believe. Um, in Planatus. Um, and he talks about like that co-op of coffee farmers um, is basically the thing that is sustaining a war-torn region. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really, really important that these farmers are actually um, able to sell their coffee because right. that is their livelihood. And this entire town um, is dependent on the mm-hmm. coffee selling and and the coffee um plantations essentially thriving right because when they thrive they're able to pour into the community and this co-op has has now started school programs and things that are helping the community Mm -hmm. around it and so that is like so much deeper than a fair trade certification and so much deeper than a certified certified organic label you know it's like these are people these are communities and these are actual things that 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 you can see and touch with, you know, mm-hmm. with your own humanity. And, and so it's really hard to like, to create one system for that mm-hmm. because every situation is different. So right. that's why Shay goes, he goes to origin, he goes and meets with farmers and he actually is able to, um, create a relationship with them and we can best meet their needs and best support their community. And it's going to look different than Planatus mm-hmm. in Colombia or in Africa, mm-hmm. you know, those, the needs are different. Right. So, um, anyway, so that is like, it's a big thing and we're trying to narrow it down as much as possible and try and create language around it to actually explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a big thing that we're going to be doing, um, in the coming year. But, yeah. um, but essentially I'm excited about what that means about actually making a difference through, um, coffee farmer relationships rather yeah. than just, you know, buying a coffee we don't right. know anything about. Right. And I think Shay said that by the end of 2020, we should be 100% traceable. We yeah. should be sourcing 100% traceable coffee. He's now been to every different region mm-hmm. um, that we buy from. So he's got a few last little things to tie up, find some suppliers. But yep. he, we're really close to actually having that yeah, 100%. I think he's, he's hung up a little bit on Brazil. Brazil's a tough yeah. nut to crack um, for a relationship. Um, but he's working on it, and we're dedicated to it. Yep. And um Man, super cool stuff. Yeah, it's very cool. So then um, along the lines with coffee, um, this next pillar brand flag is all about our roastery. Um, And this says, whether you enjoy a lightly roasted single origin or thrive on the boldness of a dark roast, our roastery in Bellingham, Washington is dedicated to roasting coffee that awakens the explorer within. It's smooth, rich, and carefully crafted to elevate your adventures to new heights. Where will it take you? 
this one's cool because it's super just adventure and it gets back to that adventure culture and um, back to the root of like, um, you can do great things and like, where's the, and this is the coffee that's going to get you there. You know, it's a little bit more like adventure focused, but really what's in there is this, um, whether you like a light roast, single origin, or you like a bold dark roast, like we're actually roasting coffee that, for everyone sort of like yeah <laughs> it, it spans the whole gambit of of flavor profile yeah um and that's kind of the highlight there but it also like bringing in more of this adventure culture piece um which is super cool mm-hmm. but um on our podcast with shay um a few weeks back um we go over all of our coffees the flavor profiles and you know what coffees go into each blend and things like that so that's a good one to listen to if you haven't seen that one um but really i think that's something that makes us pretty unique Mm -hmm. um if you think through it um usually you have a coffee company that will really tend to lean one way or the the other um either like pretty super dark roasted coffees well medium to dark and then you have you know, diehard single origin, like purist third wave coffee that is going to be, you know, super good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and we're trying to sort of have a leg in both worlds, um, which is a little bit interesting to navigate sometimes. And, um, but really the cool part is, is that you can bring your hipster buddy and, <laughs> you know, have a coffee <laughs> and then you can drink whatever you have, you know, or vice versa. Um, if you're a hipster buddy and you have a dark, <laughs> dark roast coffee drinker <laughs> friend, bring them to woods. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's really what we're about though, is we want everyone to love their coffee yeah, totally. in our setting, whether you get a double flavor mocha or you get a pour over, yeah. you know? So we really want to be able to serve a great mm-hmm. cup of coffee no matter what you like. And there's just kind of everything across the board. So yeah. Some people like, you know, like that just super fine high quality you know single origin awesome coffee and then some people like you know milkshakes and those are awesome too yeah i like both of those things so i'm glad i can get both of them at woods um and then the last one the last brand flag is all about our bakery this one's one of my favorites um because i think this is probably the biggest thing that sets us apart as a company um there's no one else that i know of that's doing what we are doing in this area. So this one says, at our bakery in Linden, Washington, we love to create culinary delights that put a smile on your face. Each item is made from scratch and delivered fresh to our stores every day. Whether sweet or savory, these handcrafted treats are the perfect sidekick to help you conquer your day. We have a feeling today is going to be great. So there you go. A little bit more um, empowerment language, like basically just saying we know you're up to great things this will help you get through the day um but so our bakery like i want to talk through um a little bit about how it came to be that we have our own bakery Mm -hmm. like where where were we where were we are now um and the reason we even started a bakery because it's like yeah most coffee shops have baked goods like they're all they're but the question's sort of the always, where do you get your baked goods? Yeah, where do you get this from? <laughs> yeah, we just recently did a presentation at REI um, to kind of look at doing a coffee shop with REI, some sort of partnership. Who knows if we'll get that or not? But um, but one of their first questions, first question, was, yeah. 
where do you guys get your baked goods from? Yeah. And we're like, oh, well. <laughs> we don't. We actually make them ourselves. Um, and so it's really cool and it's really unique. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like if you take us back to maybe early 2000s, um, we were buying baked goods from yep. other places. Multiple places. Yeah. Yep. And sourcing them. Right. Yep. But we never really <laughs> were super happy with what we had, right? We always wanted something like more. Yeah. Um, and we'd try to get other partners with, to like partner with us and like create things for us that were unique or special or, you know, whatever it may be. And it just never really worked out. We kind of had this dream of like, could we do our own bakery? Like, could, are we capable of, you know, producing food in that way? It's very different from just serving coffee. It is because it is a whole new world. It's not just serving coffee in a coffee shop. Um, so yeah, in 2010, I think it was, yeah, 2010. Um, we finally started our own bakery, um, and it was a rocky start figuring <laughs> it all out. Yeah. Um, but you know, we've le- we've learned along the way, and the cool thing about it is we were able to say, okay, what do we want this to be? We right. have the the option to make any food we want, any way we want it, yeah. um, and we were committed right off the bat to all natural from scratch, you know, we didn't want to find any pre-done frozen dough to use. We want to do everything just super fresh, um, not use, you know, preservatives or additives or anything like that. Or baking mixes even. Yeah. And not even baking mixes, pure from scratch every day. And we wanted to bake it fresh every day and deliver to all our stores. So that way you truly could get a quality product. Um, and so that's kind of where it started. And we've learned and grown and evolved along the way. Um, but we still are committed to the same thing and we still do it the same way as when we started. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just from scratch every day we're making everything, delivering it to all the stores and we're committed to that because it's really different. Like I know when we even travel and we'll go sometimes and get food other places and we're like, Oh, it's just, it's not that good. It doesn't taste that good because we're kind of spoiled really (laughs) like we're spoiled with woods food and and how good it is and Mm -hmm. we're used to that um and we can feel good of eating it right when you eat that stuff i mean sugar maybe not always super great for you but you eat it and you're like oh it tastes so good but i also know what's in this item right i know what ingredients are in this item and i know it was prepared from scratch it's not doesn't have a bunch of stuff you can't pronounce in it so there's that sort of like put your mind at ease um situation and i feel like it just kind of speaks for itself on the on how good it tastes um, yeah. And so, I mean, even, I mean, right now we're, we're sitting sort of above our active, very loud, very clanky bakery right now. Right. So there's, there's so much going on just, just sort of below us. Right. Um, and so they're pumping out like how many, how many thousands of, of items a day? I don't know. So right now it's like, like 6,000. Yeah. Let's just say, yeah, 6,000. I mean, that's a ton of, a ton of baked goods. Um, and so, most companies, what they do, you know, they'll mass produce it. Right. Maybe use an offsite bakery company, baking company that we, we've toured some recently um, where, you know, they're making stuff in mass production and then they're freezing it, packaging right, and everything's it, packaged, yeah. They're packaging it in plastic and then shipping it mm-hmm. to the locations where they take it out, thaw it, reheat it. Right. And just all of those things sort of each step diminishes the quality of the product further and further. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not terrible. They're not no. horrible. Like it's still, you know, it still tastes okay. But the difference of something like that versus this thing that I'm about to eat was made like less than, right. you know, 10 hours ago, like just a few hours ago, you know, whatever. 
um, you can taste the difference and you can actually, um, you know, know where it came from and and all this stuff. And, you know, there wasn't like this, this crazy arduous journey for it to get here, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) totally. And everything's really created by hand. Like we don't, we don't use any automated equipment. So that's why, I mean, sometimes stuff gets a little misshapen or a little, you know, (laughs) it's inconsistent because it's humans. But yeah, I mean, literally it's five different people down there rolling each bear claw, cutting each bear claw toe, you know, yeah. <laughs> sometimes your hand slips, you know, but the, the product still tastes great. <laughs> hand uh, slips, you cut off a toe. Uh. So, but you know, yeah, but it is, it's literally, and every bagel is made yeah. by hand. Oh, I've seen them. They'd like, they put their fingers in the middle of dough yeah, and go like this. It's pretty cool. Yep. Boom. Bagel. Yep. Bagel. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, just the, the hard work and the process and everything that goes into each each uh, food item is just incredible. Yeah, it is really unique. Um, and it's a skill. Like, talk about skill set. Yeah. You know, to actually yeah. have people who are who have learned these skills to create these these culinary treats. Like, mm-hmm. man, so cool. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. But, um, but we've got an amazing team that does do it. They wake up super early in the morning so and start baking things. Yep. Um, and, uh, but the whole premise behind it, obviously we've said it, is to just have everything as fresh as humanly possible mm-hmm. every single day. Um, and then we have something that we don't have a flag for, but then we have our distribution team. So we warehouse all of our products um, here, centrally located at our office in Linden. Um, And that kind of gives us the ability to go, okay, fresh product, um, our own trucks, our own distribution team, and goes, all right, we're taking the fresh products and boom, straight to the store. Um, That is really kind of the crazy secret Mm -hmm. sauce behind what we're able to do is like control the quality, um, and at the same time, control the cost of it. Cause mm-hmm. if we had someone else making super high quality stuff, right. it would be astronomically expensive. Right. Um, cause we have to pay their margins and, and blah, blah, blah yep. down the chain, but we're able to keep the cost as low as possible. Um, but keep the quality as high as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's super hard to, to do. Yep. Um, but we're dedicated to doing that and it's been really cool to be able to be able to kind of watch it grow and so that's oh, yeah. that's the fastest growing segment in our in our company right. is our food sales yep. um because i think people are starting to see the difference they're starting to kind of go man this is good mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and once you start to understand where it came from and the care that went into it it's like okay, and the convenience uh, factor i mean we yeah. know right everyone loves convenience so yeah. if you can get something Fast. high quality good food conveniently then you know it's a it's a winner yeah, exactly. And since it's fresh, we don't have to have crazy equipment to reheat. Right. Like we just have, we have ovens that, you know, reheat stuff, but there's not frozen. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's just warming. It's not mm-hmm. actually like rebaking something. So yeah. it's super cool. Yep. And something that sets us apart. Um, so that's sort of the premise behind our culture, our coffee, our roastery and our bakery and a little bit of sprinkling of our distribution <laughs> in there too. Got to give them a little credit. Yeah, they got to give them a lot of credit. Those guys are driving in the middle of the night, yep. Yep. Um, trying to get stuff fresh to the stores. So there's a lot that goes into it that no one would ever see. Mm-hmm. Um, but but there's so much hard work and dedication to deliver that to a guest. Um, yep. So bring a bring a little bit of light, shine a little light on that. Um, and give credit where it's due because we got some amazing people on the Woods Coffee team that are yeah, making it possible. Um, so that are our sort of brand pillars that have been put on the brand flags um, and that are hanging in all of our stores. Hopefully that gives a little bit of 
um, sort of a sense of what each of those areas mean. Um, and hope that gives, you know, a little bit of value to what we're actually doing as a business. And it's kind of brings it out into the light a little bit because we're proud of it and we're stoked on it. So cool. Cool. All right. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for, uh, for watching this episode. Uh, would you please subscribe to our podcast, subscribe on YouTube or wherever you download podcasts. Um, that's huge and beneficial. Also make, uh, make sure you are reviewing the podcast, give us a five-star review and then, Hey, share this with your friends. Um, we want this podcast to sort of get out and be, uh, something that people learn a lot about what we're doing. So don't be afraid to share it and also have a great day. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.